All right, welcome back to uh, NFL Pigskin Pickers podcast, I guess. No, it's springtime out there, but uh, Tim and Steve are here, and uh, we haven't talked with you guys in a while, and figured we'd uh, check in here as it's just two days before the Kentucky Derby. I know, let's just call it Derby Day podcast. I love it, yep. What the heck? We're here mostly, uh, you know, even our, our NFL picks are mostly of a gambling nature, so... Uh, here in horse country, rodeo country, we figured that uh, that'd be a great time to check in on the on the biggest horse race in America and uh, see if we can't uh, pick some winners. Absolutely, and you know, back in December uh, when we were still worried about football and the playoffs and everything, yep. uh, and the NFR was going on there, uh, placed a few futures bets. Yeah. You got to bet to win. There's none of this <laughs> so, uh, placing and showing. Yeah, so this is a futures bet. Um, Months and months before anyone has any idea who's going to run the Kentucky Derby, so you just saw you just there's a there's a lot of young horses out there, and you picked one that had just kind of been born, kind of thing. Yeah, and you're much more knowledgeable. You know. uh, the extent, just full disclosure of my <laughs> uh, horse betting strategy uh, approach is the name. Yeah, I go with the name. So I picked idea. a few names in December. That were fun for my dad, uh, who is a grandfather. I picked a horse Grandpa Knows Best, who didn't make the field. My daughter, Kate, I found a horse named Kate's Golden Dude. I mean, how do you not put $5 down on that to yep. win 1500 <laughs> That horse didn't make it. Hollywood Star, yeah, at plus 6000 I thought had a shot, because yep. that name rang a bell with me, Tim. He that at least, horse yeah. seemed legit. He may, he at least was in some stakes and kind of could have run his way in, but uh, just right. yeah, didn't get it done. And then you were high on a horse named Eben that <sighs> yeah. didn't make the field. Uh, put a little. He's a neat horse, horse, but yeah, just a mile and a quarter is too long for him. He cut. He'll, he'll be a really tough sprinter down the road, but didn't yeah. work out for the Derby. Yeah, I mean it's yeah, and it's it's really tough. I mean as we talk about this, there. I, th- I think we're at like 20,000 thoroughbreds born a year. Only 20 of them can get in the Kentucky Derby. Only one can win. Uh, obviously, the Derby's only for three-year-olds, so you only get one chance at it. Um, and that's why, you know, the payoffs are, are so big. But you got to swing for those you got to swing, man. Yep. It's, yeah. a, it's a super compelling Derby this year. Some really interesting uh, horses with, with interesting backgrounds and some – I mean, and I got one that made it. That's right. Yeah. Bolt Doro. Bolt Doro. The, the, he was a superstar last year. I think may, you know, may have been second choice or something this time. And he's, I mean, he's in with a legit chance. Uh, he's, he's, I think, 12 to 1 on the morning line. But he's going to come down from that. He's getting a lot, of, a lot of talk. Just got beat by the favorite last time out. Um, he's got every, that's Justify? That's Justify. Okay. Yeah, 3 to 1. So yeah. why don't we go through the horses here one by one a little bit and kind of uh, – to tell you how we're we're seeing the race kind of play out. Um, it's the twelfth race at, at Churchill Downs uh, this Saturday, uh, May the fifth. So we got Cinco de Mayo, Kentucky Derby Day, all kinds of fun. So hopefully you're getting together with friends and uh, watching the race. It starts with the one is Forense Fire. I like 50, that Italian angle. Fifty to one. Um, he's got no chance. <laughs> he's <laughs> he's you know was never really good enough. Kind of falling off form. Two force in his last two starts, fifty to one on it. With is that the longest shot? It's that's about as high as I get for yeah. Just uh, for and he'll probably day. go off as seventy or eighty to one. I'd imagine. Okay, it's so, a tough post. On fire and name only. Yeah, I I, I mean I'm never going to talk anybody out of an eighty to one shot if they want to play him. But uh, that's a that's a hard pass for me with some really good horse in this race. The two is Free Drop Billy. Great name. Great name. I like that. Uh, he was in part of that. Uh, 
the Breeders' Cup last year that we we were able to see. He didn't run a lick there and really hasn't taken a step forward. He hasn't won this year as a two-year-old. He's got good breeding to run a long time. The odds are nice at 30. Um but he's got he's got to improve and he just hasn't done it. You're taking a pass on free drop I, I, Billy. I'm taking a pass and with just a l- the slightest sniff maybe that he could he could run third, he can run fourth kind of thing. Okay. Um the price is going to be right. Uh he's you know, he's it looks like 7 out of 8 in the money. He always shows up and he's going to be passing horses towards the end. And there's, some of those are the kind of horses that clunk up at a big price that we've seen the last couple of years. They run they don't win, but they run second or third and they make those exact as tries pretty Pretty valuable, so might be an interesting horse to just consider. What do you think of the three promises fulfilled? This is an important horse, but I don't think he's gonna be any good. He's probably gonna go right to the front. He's straight speed. Um, he's got four out of five races are pretty good. The last time he got real into a tangle and finished almost dead last. You know, just couldn't get there. I don't think he has a chance to win, but he's gonna be in front on the back stretch, and and what he does is is really gonna be. Critical for how this race turns out. Justify the favorite has a lot of speed. He might go with this horse. He might get cooked up by this horse, or Justify might say, "Screw it, I'm going right to the front, and I'm going to kind of, uh, you know, take it to him right from the beginning." And and the three horse promises fulfilled. He's going to be another long shot, thirty to one or so. Is has has you know has a lot to say in this race. If he gets left at the gate, all of a sudden Justify might be home free, game game over right from the start. So interesting horse to think about. But I'm not. I'm not having him on any picks. My wife Jane picked Flame Away. I like Flame Away. Hard trying horse. Seven for nine in the Exacta. You gotta like that. Um, he's gonna be up close. Certainly, we'll be kind of be mixing it up early. It just has a lot of heart. I mean, he wouldn't think of it as his his uh, his breeding is not super distance friendly. But he's been running uh, faster than he thinks. Uh, there's always that horse that's kind of third when they turn for home and just sticks around. I, I'm I'm intrigued by him. He, he I don't think he's a win candidate, but he's a hit the board candidate at thirty forty to one. Interesting, Interesting one. one. Yeah, yeah, keep an eye on yeah. Flame Away. So a, a bunch of long shots there at the rail, and then we get to into some more of the of the main contenders. The five horses audible. Todd Pletcher. He's got four horses in this race. He obviously won last year with Always Dreaming. Eight to one in the morning line. He's won four in a row. Uh, but he's got some pretty good setups throughout, and I'm not sure what he's beaten. Uh, he beat Hofberg, who's kind of an interesting horse that's going to come back and, and race here again. He got he knocked a free drop Billy. We've already talked about um, eight to one or so. He might even be a little higher than that. He hasn't just uh, been spectacular, but the horse has done what he's had to do. He's raced up close. He's raced uh, kind of. He came from behind in that in that promises fulfilled race in the Florida Derby we talked about last year. It's the same route always dreaming took last year. A lot right, but. I'm not sure the price is is what I'd like it to be, to be honest. There's just a lot of good horses here that I've, I think have shown a little bit more than he has. Um, interesting horse you have to make a decision about, and you can't you know you can't put all the horses in that you want to. And he, I think, is going to be a cut for me. Okay. Six is good magic. The two-year-old champ who we saw win that Breeders' Cup Juvenile last year it was his first win. He won at twelve to one. He's come back, had one kind of mediocre race of that return, and then uh, won the the Bluegrass last time out. Um, looked really good. Beat Flame Away. Uh, took a step forward. The uh, people are really excited about him on track. They're look, saying he's looking really good and training really good. The price is going to be very square, twelve to one. Um. I mean, it's it's a tough decision. He doesn't have the speed figures that others do. What about the jockey? 
jockey's got Jose Ortiz, which is a great jock. I mean, you, you can't – nothing wrong with that. He's, he's rode him his last four races. Uh, he rode him in that big Breeders' Cup win. Where do you factor jockey in to your analysis? Uh, it's, 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 it's horse racing, not jockey racing, as they say. So the horse is definitely the most important, but – the breeders, I mean, the 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 Kentucky Derby is is a really tough jockey's race. I think I want a jock that's not their first rodeo. You know, they've been there, done this before, um, and that yeah. Then you're just looking for for a jockey that fits the horse. That's you know, in my opinion, that that's 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 most important. Um, there are there were some interesting jockey decisions. Uh, Johnny Velasquez, one of my favorite jocks, uh, been there for a long time. He won last year. Um, he decided to come off of Audible. Who we just talked about is one four in a row, and go on to Vino Rosso. So that's an interesting decision. Javier Castellano, who's writing Audible, came off of uh, Boldoro to get there. So some intriguing. I mean, jockeys know the horses pretty well, and and they, you know, when they get that choice, sometimes there's some politics involved. They want they want to go to the owner that has more mounts down the road, kind of thing. But those are interesting decisions. Yeah. Johnny, I really like, and for him to choose. Come come off audible is kind of interesting. So another horse we got to make a decision about. I think I'm going to use Good Magic um, underneath um, to run third or fourth. He could definitely do it, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to also uh, throw him out in a few tickets. And that brings us to the favorite Justify three for three. Been incredible, massive uh, uh, speed figures, fast, but. A little inexperienced. He's only had three races. He did not run as a two-year-old. The last horse to win the Kentucky Derby without racing as a two-year-old was in 1882. I'm trying to remember what Justify would have uh, paid back in December. I mean, before – I mean, so he didn't – yeah, he hadn't raced. He was definitely in the hundreds for sure. He was an unraced uh, horse at that point. Um, I I, I listened to some folks and reading some articles where people that got him around – 30 to one kind of after his first maiden like splash where, I mean, that's still a crazy bet. I mean, the odds of him get, you know, he had to win, he had three starts. He had to win them all. He had to win them all impressively just to get here. But now he's a three to one favorite. The race sets up for him pretty well. I think he'll be right up close, you know, if not on the lead, you know, within a length. Um, But there's a lot of really talented horses with that little experience that have kind of flamed out in the Derby and, He's definitely not a sure thing. I think if he shows up and runs his race, he might be the most talented. I'm going to have him on top in a few things. But um, he's not going to be my top pick. I'll say that. Okay. All right. Eight is Lone Sailor. He's getting a little 50 to too. one. 50 to one. He's, uh, he's getting a little wise guy action. He had one good race last time, but he kind of hung. He should have won that race. Finished second in the Louisiana Derby. Lost by a neck to Noble Indy. I'm gonna pass on him. I think I think he'll come down from fifty to one. There's a lot of people talking about him. I just can't use all the long shots. I'm I'm passing on Lone Sailor. My so, son's got nine Hoffberg. What do you think of that I'm, horse? He is the wise guy horse for sure. He's another one like Justify really lightly raced three three races at all. But twenty um, to one. Twenty to one, yeah. And and people are saying he is training like a monster. Really interesting horse. He ran second to Audible, uh, came from way back in that race. Kind of uh, was really impressive as just a, a lightly raced horse at that point. He's got a trainer that's kind of known as being very conservative, not taking big big chances that he can't really uh, connect on. So to see him put this horse in here at this, this uh, you know, this inexperienced is pretty impressive. I think you've got to use him. He's going to be way back early. He's got uh, – 
breeding to run all day. He's going to be a horse I'm going to bet in the Belmont for sure. Interesting horse, 20 to 1. I think you have to use him in, in a lot of your tickets. Uh, but I don't think, again, like he's he's a win candidate. 10 is my boy Jack. He's getting some pub too. I'm out on him. He's a hard trier. He's, he's the most experienced. I think he's got uh, 10 lifetime starts. Shows up all the time. But he might be dead last early. And to, to pass 20 Too much just, to yeah. To make up. Yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. That, that's a pass for me. He you know, he's a hard trier and does it every time, but uh I'm gonna pass. He had to actually uh jump up and have another race just before the derby just so he could be sure to get in. And I think he won that race, but I think it might have took a little out of him. Eleven is Bolt Doro. That's uh, mine. That's your boy. He's incredible. If if in another year he would be your two to one, three to one favorite. But there's just so many good horses in this race. It's it's amazing. Now I got him at seven to one and now he's eight to one. <laughs> I, what do you think? That'll change a little bit. I'm I really <clears throat> do do not know how they're gonna bet this race. There's a lot of different ways you can go. Um Boltoro, Audible, like Good Magic, like you said, they're all eight, eight, twelve. One of those horses is gonna have to be fifteen, one's gonna be six, one you know, I, I just don't know what people are gonna do. But Boltoro has all kinds of ability. Uh, he he lost to Justify last time when it was it was Justify's race. He slid slow slow fractions early, wasn't really troubled early. And Boltoro had to kind of chase him. Bolt's going to stick back a little bit, make make Justify do a little dirty work up front, and I think he can turn the tables on him. It's a really interesting horse. Eight to one, I think, is a fair price on a horse that's just been great his whole career. Well, your Never. cousin Jenna says if there's gold in the name of the horse, there you go. You got to take Spanish it. So, Jenna, gold, if you're yeah. listening, that was actually my reason. I like for December for taking this horse is it had gold. I like it. in its name. Yeah, plus the sire is Medallia de Oro. So yeah, the gold got the is double, through double the jeans gold. going back. It's yeah. great. It's a really neat story. I don't know if you can find this on the Ringer, but he uh, was bred in Montana. Well, he was. Uh, raised in Montana, um, out in big sky country out there, which hasn't had a derby winner in a uh, hundred some years. Uh, kind of a neat, uh, definitely some some Western, uh, Eastern Washington mostly, but some Western uh, ties into a kind of a uh, young trainer. I mean, that's the other thing. Mick Ruiz, as we look at his trainer, he's had three winners all of this year so far. He's batting uh, 5%. So this is, you know, when you're looking up against the Pletchers and the and the uh, Bob Bafferts that are just, you know, high quality, get their stuff done and win derbies. This is a, a guy that doesn't know, isn't around many good horses, you know. So that's going to be a good thing or a bad thing. Those are the stories that you just love to see if it works. <coughs> right. But he's also <coughs> losing 95% of the time. And, you know, that, that should make you a little wary. But but the, the horse has skills, and I think you have to use him. And I think he's a win contender. 12 is enticed, another 30 to 1 shot. Need horse two. He's got a win at Churchill Downs. I think the only horse to have done that. That that's helpful. Uh, but he got beat last time in up in New York, which I don't think was the best field. He's gotten beat by Audible and Free Drop Billy down in Florida. Uh, he's a pass for me as a long shot that I think I'd like to see elsewhere. Thirteen is Bravazo, another horse I don't want any to do with. To one. Fifty to one. He was terrible last time out. He's got you know one nice nice. Re- Race on his in his schedule, he won that at twenty one to one. Hasn't done anything since then. Hopefully, he goes out early and kind of helps cook the pace. But uh, no, don't waste any money on Bazo. Fourteen Mendelssohn. That's that's the horse that I think I'm going to pick. He's five to one morning line. A really interesting horse. He's coming from he's Ireland based. 
uh, bought for $3 million as wow. a young horse. I mean, impeccable breeding. He's won on grass. He's won on uh, kind of fake dirt and real dirt now. Um, he's won in Ireland. He, he shipped to, to Del Mar, and we saw him win the Breeders' Cup turf. Now he's back. Uh, he tripped, shipped to Dubai, won the, a really rich race there by 18 lengths, just torched the field there. Uh, there's a lot going for him, but he, you know, he, he could be a once-in-a-generation talent. Uh, but you know he's flying. He flew in from Ireland today. Missed a couple of days of training as he has to go through quarantine and all this stuff. He's shown he can can ship in the past. He's a really interesting horse. I'm excited to see him run. I hope he does great. Uh, I got a little money on him on a future that would pay handsomely. So he's going to be my my pick. I'm gonna I'm gonna spread a little elsewhere but he's my top pick in this race and top pick yeah all right. i'm not I, I hope to get more than five to one i think i should with all these good horses that the money has to spread out um but that's my pick it's a strange one uh, no horse has ever done that come from dubai but i just think he's a little different um gosh i mean he looks the part he's got the best jockey in the world coming from ireland to ride him he's got a great trainer aiden o'brien uh, is known for you know, known around the world for his uh, winning races. He's never won the Derby, never really done well in the Derby, but this horse is legit, and I think he's a once-in-a-generation talent. So what does your dad have to say about Mendelssohn? I, th- I think he's in – he likes Boltoro. He does. Right. Uh, I think that's his pick at this point. He, it's a really uh, – I think it's just like a – it's dividing people. It, some people think he's he's the best horse and you're crazy. He's not the favorite. This is silly. Others have him totally out of their tickets. And I think that's probably right. He either wins, gets beat by Justify by a head as the, those two like super talented horses go down to the wire together. Or just like Thunder Snow last year, remember that Dubai, crazy Dubai horse that went out of the gate and started bucking? You know, he could do that, I guess. Right. And Throw then, it off. Yeah, it sure would suck to have all your money invested <laughs> in him and then he comes out and does something crazy. Right, um, right, right. He's doing something you've never done before. <clears throat> that's hard to see, but I – I thought I'd never bet a Dubai horse before they proved that they could do it, but I think I'm going to bet him. Okay. 15 is instilled regard. If we're, if we're going to bet a 50 to one shot, this is my choice. Um, he hasn't been training super well, but he, he mixed it up here with some good horses. Some uh, He finished behind Justify and Boltadoro uh, last race, but he mixed it up with Solomini and McKenzie. Those, those were top horses at that time. It's been mediocre the last two, but I think I think he's going to come from way back and get a little pace scenario that might help him. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna put him in some tickets in third and fourth okay. at, at, a, at a bomb shot. And Magna Moon is the next horse. I mean, the, these really good controversial horses. Vegas keep coming. likes Magna Moon. He's six to one. He's undefeated. Four for four. He's my throwout, in my opinion. I'm not using him at all um, because. Yeah, he just hasn't been totally impressive to me. He, had, he, he won his last race by four lengths. I'm not sure what he beat there. He was a little weird coming through the stretch. He did a little hop. He kind of bore out, which is dis, you know is not something you want to see. Sometimes that means they're getting tired. Sometimes that means there's something physically kind of bothering them. Uh, he's trained okay. He's obviously hasn't lost. He's got talent, but. He's the horse that is going to beat me because there's just too many good horses in here, right. and Can't the odds the odds are not you know what I you know I, I I'm, I'm not going to have a nickel on him if he beats me he beats me that's, okay. that's that's my stand against. Uh, 
Solomini is a horse we talked about with Instill Regard. He's 30 to 1. Bob Baffert, those second Bafferts, man, sometimes they, you know, all the eyes are going to be unjustified. Sometimes that second best horse sneaks in and, and steals the show. Uh, but he just hasn't really improved from last year. He's run good races, uh, but he's just a little funky with his mechanics and. Uh, hence the thirty to one. Yeah, hence the thirty to one. But if you look back at some of his races, he's at he's been even money. He's been three to one. He's been one, you know even money. He's been favored in a ton of races. That's I mean that's the joy of the Derby. He's thirty to one now. Horsey you could never get for three. Um, people have re- had been really high on him, and he just hasn't really you know shown it. He got beat by Magna Moon two in a row. Um, I, I'm leaning against, but I might in the desperation of the last few bets. Throw him underneath some exactus and try. The 18 is Vino Rosso, uh, Johnny Velasco has a board, Todd Pletcher, that's the combination that won last year. I think he's the other horse that I got to be against, too. Um, he won, he, he was a great race last time out. He's three for five, but he's got some clunkers in there, and, I, and he's lost a flame away and twice. Um, he didn't, I guess, like Tampa Bay. That's where the only two bad races he had are there. I guess that's a you know an excuse you can make, but he, he hasn't just been very professional. He's a horse I think I'll bet back in the Belmont. I'm scared of him. I'll admit, I'm scared. Twelve to one. I mean, it's it's kind right, of, right right between the, the eyes. Yep. Yeah. Um, he's he's going to get a lot of you know. I mean, I'm scared, but I think I got to pick against him. Okay. Uh, then we go to the final Two, couple three here. Three to go. Yeah. Blended Citizen, I think, is going to be out. So we've got 19 Noble Indy, another Todd Pletcher horse. I mean, three for four. Any other derby, this horse would be eight, ten to one. You'd be talking all about him. Yeah. He's got a tough post here from the 19. He's got to get all the way over. He's going to be up close. There's worse 30 to one shots in the world. I think I'm going to pass on him, but. Uh, He's in my second tier of maybes. That's kind of kind of where I'm at now. It's Justify and Mendelssohn are uh, up there a little higher. I think Bull Doro is just one step below. And then I think I'm going to use horses like Noble Indy. It's still regard. Good magic, I guess. Maybe Flame Away, maybe Free Drop Billy below that to run third and fourth and some weird stuff. The 20 is Combatant. He's 50 to 1 too. I'm going to pass on him. He hasn't won in a long time. He's he's a hard-trying horse, too. I think he just needs to go down to a mile, maybe, mile less. Um, too much for me. So anyway, in general there, I think for, for gambler's sake, um, it's an incredible race. There's a ton of money to be made. Pick a winner, um, and it's going to pay handsomely. Pick an exacta. It's going to pay handsomely. If you can go any farther than that, you're, you're going to be uh, in a new tax bracket kind of thing because – there's just no heavy favorite. Um, a lot of horses that can win and run second and run third that are going to be at huge odds. It's going to be a great race. Now, what? let's talk just for a little bit here towards the end of this podcast about the weather. All right, because well, we've seen goofy weather. Totally. We've seen weather go from terrible to totally serviceable right. in a matter of hours. Yeah. You know, everybody's panicking. What, what if it's muddy? All right, I what got a few horses. Rainy, who do you bet in the mud? I got a few horses you bet in the mud. My boy Jack, <clears throat> that ten horse that I said I didn't like. He's run his best in the mud. Um, he's been ex- he's one for one, and his be- by far his best race. You gotta you gotta put him up. 
um, if it does rain. Enticed is one for one in the mud. He's run at Churchill too. So you probably move him up, Lone Sailor, some of these crazy long shots. I mean, lot. if we look back at the – Like the top three mutters well, for the listeners. Who, okay, you've mentioned – Yeah, I think, I think that goes Jack. there. Yep, my boy Jack. Uh, maybe I'll take Flame Away, Lone Sailor. There, there's your, there's your, there's your couple. Because I mean, you okay. look back at, at the biggest, you know, the mind that birds, the fifty to one shots that win. They are on when it gets ugly and and the slop it comes. And if it is sloppy and and it does seem like there's a possibility it will be rainy, I think okay. you take a little more chances. You downgrade the favorites. Because it's going to get a little squirrely out there. And if it's going to get squirrely, you might as well take a chance at 50 to 1 rather than 40 to 1, right? Yeah. Um, well, a t- what a blast. I mean, you know, the Breeders' Cup was a hoot. Yeah. That was sort of my introduction yeah. personally to top shelf horse racing. Yeah. And um, it makes it more fun when you've seen it live to totally. uh, watch this derby on TV. But yeah. uh, you got a good party going. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I think it'll be great. Yeah, um, I'm going to stick with Bolt Doro. I like it, um, and um, I don't have any reason to disagree with anything that you said. Yeah. But um, I think I'm going to try a strategy of picking some winners this time. I think it's a great idea. And then uh, hopefully you'll share some wisdom on your uh, combination bets. Yep. And I wish you the best of luck. Now, quick. Uh, Shifting gears here to the NFL draft because we are the pigskin pickers and we can't ignore the fact that we've just wrapped up the draft. You feel good about who the Bengals took? The Bengals, it seems like, were pretty conservative. They took a center in the first round, which isn't a very splashy pick, but uh, the offensive line was really bad last year. It was a, it was a, it was a, it's a totally fine pick that you're happy they did it. Um, They need to kind of remake that offensive line. There were no spectacular players, I think, available at that point. They traded back after they, they got another off, starting offensive lineman from Buffalo, which I think was a great, great job to move back to seven spots and get a starter. Um, nothing too interesting down the road. Defensive end and a linebacker that I think will be, you know, contributors and just sort of in the rotation. Um, I, I mean, some interesting stuff there for sure. A lot of those quarterbacks trying to – to change around teams. I'm, I'm not hiring Baker Mayfield that went number one, but I've been proven wrong before. Uh, I don't think the Browns made the right choice there. Lamar Jackson going to Baltimore is interesting. That's the most interesting, I think, in my, uh, you know, sort of as a, as a, a team that's been good for a while. Um, Flacco's not that old, but they're kind of uh, making this move now. It's interesting. Uh, yeah. In general, uh, you know, in that, Maybe not the most interesting draft in a while, it seemed like. Uh, when she went through, right. through those first couple quarterbacks, there were no, like, major um, – We didn't have Andrew Luck kind of buzz. No, I don't on. think we so. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they said to the last moment that, that, you know, they were up between three or four quarterbacks that, that for the first pick. That Saquon Barkley, I think, who, uh, the running back, he's going to be a game changer. I he think could. you get him in any fantasy league you, you can because uh, he's going he's gonna to get the ball a lot. And he might not have a long career, but he's going to be really good. Right yeah. away. I mean, I think the Vikes, um, my guys, you know, they they picked some talented young players who yeah. you know, aren't immediate, put them in to start. Right. They're going to make a difference, guys. But I like that corner that yep. we got in the first round. But when you when you do well in the season and you're picking 30th, yeah. You know, you're not going to get that, you know, no. big splash guy. You're yeah. just not going to get him. But, there's, but that's also a benefit that you have starters in there that you don't need that immediate help. Right. You can take a guy that will be ready to be a big-time contributor in two years, you know, and yeah. that's, that's, that's how you got to 
keep keep that rolling. But okay, so we had to throw a little football talk yeah. in there. But uh, you know, good luck with the Derby. Right. And um, how, hey, wait a minute on the on the um, on the Masters. Yeah. Can you tell the little story about uh, Paul and your dad? Sure. Yeah. Steve, that was a hit. That, that was, was a, a big hit. Yeah. Steve was. Uh, Going out to Vegas, and my dad's a big Masters fan. He's been a couple of times just for the kind of the the uh, practice uh, rounds. Uh, so he goes down there and likes to to watch and see who's uh, who's playing well. And and he gave me a couple names, and one was Patrick Reed, who I'm not a big golf man. I didn't really know any of the names. I'm like just following orders. Yeah. You know, I think we got him at forty to one or so. Um, and the guy went out right out, took the lead early, and you know you see that early and go, oh, he's gonna he's gonna come back to the field or he's gonna make that really bad mistake. And he held on the whole time, ended up winning by a stroke, and was a casher, so a couple hundred bucks if it yeah. was a little bet. And uh, so way to go, yeah, Tom, Tom, way to go, Paul. Yeah, Paul, congratulations you, and uh, good luck with the Derby. All right, sounds good. Thanks, listeners, and. Uh, We'll be back with, uh, gosh, we got some baseball coming up. We got footballs not not too far away. We got, I'm following hockey a little yeah, bit. I'm hockey. cheering for those uh, right, Golden gotta, Knights, man. Well, let's talk about hockey there for a second. So the Take Golden... down the books, man. Think about it. Yeah. Vegas gets an expansion team. It's crazy. And the locals, all just for the heck of it, are putting down 5 or 10 bucks, 20 bucks on the Golden Knights, their, their new team, to win it all. And now they're co-favorites to win. And you think this is above board? You don't think this is a rigged game? I think they lose this round. I mean, but it's fun to think about, and it could happen. Definitely could. So, and it's going to take Vegas's books down. I've heard stories on the podcast I listen to about gambling that uh, it's going to be one of the biggest punches to the face of the Las Vegas sports wow. books ever if the Golden Knights uh, win the Stanley Cup because there's so much futures action on that team that's amazing and it was it was like a hundred to one i mean expansion team winning it all i mean it was it was crazy money it was like some of these horses i picked with the goofy names like dunk (laughs) (laughs) you didn't even know who the players were and you're betting on (laughs) all right well thanks listeners i'm gonna send you off with my trifecta it's gonna be 14 um i think i'm just gonna go 14 7 9 4 um, for my superfecta, it's you know the two favorites kind of up top with some craziness underneath. Um, Mendelssohn, Justify, Hofberg, and Flame Away for the superfecta. Hopefully, it's worth a couple. I don't know, maybe ten, fifteen thousand dollars. We'll see. Thanks for listening. See you next time.